This episode is brought to you by CEP Compression Australia. CEP Compression Apparel brings the use more energy, greater endurance, and enhanced performance during activities. For a discount at CEP, use the following code online, local legends in running. Welcome to the Local Legends in Running podcast, where you hear the stories of local legends in the Australian running community that you've simply always wanted to hear. Today in Season 2, Episode 3, I interview Brisbane runner Jess Willis. Jess is truly an inspiration to all runners out there in the local community. A mother and full-time worker into her 30s, Jess manages to run a whopping 130 to 140k per week in her training. In all that she has learnt, both physically and mentally in the sport, it has led to her achieving podiums at numerous events, including first female in the GC50 2021 and second female in the Noosa Marathon 2022. So as always, tune in to hear from the inspiring Jess as she talks all things nutrition, training tips and managing a busy life, just like many of you are trying to do out there. test bunny on that <laughs> no problems at all <laughs> and uh, officially welcome to the local legends in running podcast thank you thanks for having me no problems 2 30 on a saturday the sun's going down as usual for me what's uh what's your day look like today jess um pretty quiet today actually i um jake's actually got a, a race tomorrow so he's doing bribey try tomorrow um so first race since he's stressy um so where um I, I did my long run today instead of tomorrow and um we've been down the pool and he's actually just cleaning his bike at the moment getting everything ready so we're having a pretty quiet afternoon oh fantastic i actually did the bribery triathlon years ago i fell off around a roundabout and broke my finger <laughs> has jake done that triathlon before very technical that one he hasn't but everyone says that it's really windy and his um his <laughs> His coach actually, who's my brother, actually said to him, can you just not wear alpha flyers tomorrow because it's so windy and obviously they're being a bit cautious with his foot and everything like that. So, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. particularly around the roundabouts on the bike, you need to be careful. 
Anyway, yeah, uh, well, back back to you. you. You've been in Adelaide for, what, a week or a handful of days? Um, yeah, four days in Adelaide this week. Yeah, yeah, it was so nice down there. The weather was like a real treat. <laughs> and what were you were down there for work or? Yeah, yeah, down there for work. So I'd been doing a little bit of travel lately. Um, so Adelaide, um, I went over to Perth probably a month ago for a week and then I was down in Melbourne as well, probably three or four weeks before that. So the last couple of months have been a little bit hectic with travel and stuff. But, yeah, it's got been going places. I haven't been to Perth and I hadn't been to Adelaide. So it was actually, Adelaide's really nice. You know, yes. I like it down there. And how was it for running particularly? It was great for running. It's very flat though. So it's sort of like we live in quite a hilly area here and I've gone down to Adelaide I was actually just saying to Jake today have a check out my weekly elevation it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you're used to just having the hills like you can't get away from the hills here but it's just flat yeah yeah never been there before you guys are in Sanford though so definitely a hilly part of the world yeah yep yeah it is hilly here can't get away from it but it's good though now, a few weeks ago, or was that a week ago, uh, you recorded your fastest park run, your 5K PB, 20, 28th of the first, I think, that one? Yeah, it was um, last year, last week or the week before, yeah. Yeah, and how was that Yeah, experience? two weeks ago. Yeah, it was good. I um, I wasn't expecting to actually run that fast. I, um, yeah, I've, yeah, I've been doing a fair bit of speed lately, Um which like my training's changed a lot over the last um, say five or six months um, compared to what it previously was. And we've incorporated um, a lot of, a lot more speed work than what I was doing. I was doing like a lot of aerobic miles um, previous to that with some different sort of speed, but I've changed coaches and um, yeah, my my training looks a lot different now Um, and it's, yeah, it's paying off. Like I'm noticing so many gains. Yeah. Yeah, well, it must be with the PB. And uh, who was out there with yeah. you? Was someone in front of you pacing or was it a solo effort? Yeah, so it was, well, I actually just went down there on my own and then um, I ran into, because uh, Jake was going to come down, but he he ended up having a long run. But I, I just went down on my own just to have a crack. And then I ran into um, Pat, Dal and Marty Turner were down there. Yeah, of And course. they were, um, <laughs> so I warmed up with them. Like they're always there, Kedron, Parker and locals. So I warmed up with them and then they were sort of saying, oh, you know, yeah, we're just going to take it easy today. You know, we might try for like 1830 or something and just easy, just run it easy. we got a 10K <laughs> next week. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I just like, well, you might as well pace me then because that's what I'd like. That's what I want to try and hit today. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so they ended up being in front of me. But we had like a really big group with us as you do in parkrun but I find especially being a, a female like you start off in this big pack and that there would have been 10 of us in the pack and then by the time we got to halfway we probably dropped like three guys and then on the way back they just went like one after another and it's like when <laughs> when you're a female guys just like don't like you being in front of them <laughs> no. especially when like yeah like aiding's a solid sort of effort and they, um, yeah, so you sort of get these looks as, you, as you're coming past them. I just think it's funny. But, yeah, so it actually worked out really well for me that they were there. Yeah, so they, um, yeah, they kept me honest, which was good, yeah, on their nice easy park run. Yeah, so 18.32 in the end. And how was your pacing? Was it uh, a quick start to the run? Yeah, yeah, so um, negative split pretty much, I think. So I think we came in um, the, the, I think my last K was like three. 30 
eight or something, I think. So we, yeah, we actually got progressively faster, which was good. Um, yeah, so didn't didn't go out too fast and die. So sort of, I'm um, yeah, pretty. I've worked a lot over the years over my pacing, so I sort of feel like I know where I sit, and um, yeah, I seem to be able to pace pretty well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And the thing too is I've noticed with you, Jess, is through the warmer months, you tend to run quickly. You run a few PVs at the uh, GC50 event in the warmer yeah. weather. So it must be something that, uh, you know, you seem to be training in it, but it must pay off come race time. And now you've run a PB in January across a 5K park run. So is that something that you purposely do in training, heat training, or just by chance that you're running through summer and through the heat? Yeah, no, definitely not um, planned that way. But I think with um, with the 5K, I think it's just sh I'm shorter distances aren't really my thing. Um, I'm definitely not on like the really, really quick side of the sh of the short distances. I seem to get better as the distances get longer. Um, GC50, when I did that, that was just because that was during COVID and all my other races got cancelled on me that year. Um, so I'd planned to do like a Gold Coast Marathon, Sunny Coast Marathon. Um, we had something else planned and they all got sort of cancelled. So GC50 was just sort of thrown in there towards the end of the year. Um, but I'd trained a lot like through that year. So that that was um, 2021 and I was trying to, we were trying to do sub three at Gold Coast. So I was training and training and training and training and then, um, yeah, GC50 was actually probably a better um, a better race with regards to heat that year. It wasn't as hot as previous years, but um, yeah, that was just that was just um, probably my only race of the year and a bit of luck that one. <laughs> oh, for sure. And yeah. hey, you tend to run a fair few k's too, particularly well for anyone. You know, 130, yeah. 40 k's a week. So we'll get into that side of things too because it seems the longer you go the better you perform in those particular events uh but yeah. to see your 5k record and uh, you know we're all aging too you know you, you're getting almost better as you're aging and um i'm looking forward to talking about that before we get there though are you happy to share an age range or your age <laughs> before we continue the conversation yeah, I'm 38. Yeah, great. So isn't that like, you know, it's definitely reassuring for the people out there and me too in my 30s that uh, we can continue to work and work towards quicker times as we progress through 30s and we're seeing, and you would know, many female marathoners out there into their 40s, yeah. uh, elite ones too, that are really, really uh, improving with their running. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, I'm getting faster as the years go on, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> Just keep doing what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I still feel like I've got a fair few years in me yet. So, um, yeah, no, I um, I don't really look at age as, as anything. And like those, there's some women out there now that are representing Australia running in marathons that are older than I am. So, yeah, if that's anything to go by. Oh, it's ridiculous. And uh, we, we alluded to uh, you living in Sanford earlier. So yeah. yeah, how long have you been there for and how, how does it uh, make training either like, is it, is it a pro being out there or any cons involved living in such a, a hilly area? Um, I've actually lived here nearly my whole life. So we're, we're close to Sanford, we're in Fernie Grove, which is the other side of the range. Um, so I actually lived in Fernie growing up and then 
moved away for a fair few years and then um, I'm, I've come back. So um, I don't really think there's any cons. So I have like an area that I go, um, which is maybe like 20 minutes run away and I can use that for my speed sets and it's quite flat. Um, a little bit of a false flat on either side of the loop that we do, but it's like a one and a half K loop. So that's where I generally am every Tuesday and Friday. And then other than that, um, there's like, there's just everything that you could want out here. The trails are out here. There's hilly road. There, there is flat road. Not a lot. It's not like Kedron Brook. Um, no. <laughs> but there's enough, you know, um, and it's quiet. It's quiet out here. It's not like in a city um, we're sort of on like we're not that far from the city but we're on like there's not much because there's a range behind us there's not really a a busy area here like it's sort of yeah we're only half an hour from the city but it's still pretty quiet which is good yeah and an area too where you can run on the road without any concern yeah. for traffic too right yeah 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 we run on the road all the time all the time here yeah and um it's sort of like there's locals so they just know jake and i now and i remember when when jake did his foot he would take the dogs because he couldn't walk he would take the dogs for a walk on his bike and all the locals so all the locals would stop him and they they always um they always check in on us and see what we're up to what races we've got coming up so it's pretty cool like it's a cool little community out here and it's yeah it's just nice and quiet how we like it yeah definitely envious of that uh what about for work how does work fit around all your running jess (laughs) um so (laughs) i work full time um i'm a a project procurement manager for a company called fl schmidt which is a mining company um so it's pretty full on um they're out at pink and bar Uh, i do probably 50 50 work from home and work in the office which is um how i get a lot of my training done um it's obviously harder on the days i go in the office but um it works pretty flexible and and I can sort of be I don't have set days where I'm at home yeah so it does keep me pretty busy with that that and the kids and and training and everything like that but yeah it's it's fine we just we just make it work yes yeah and uh, what about family though like you know with work and family I see you and Jake out together at times so the family must be somewhere doing something else Uh, and then maybe (laughs) times then you're all together as a family how does that situation look day-to-day week yes. to week yeah so um jake and i are both separated so we're a combined family um between us we've got five kids so i've got i've got three twin twin girls that are five and a seven-year-old boy and then jake's got um two boys a three-year-old and a six-year-old um the boy jake's boys actually live up the sunshine coast so we um we have them not as often as we have my three um but we like the weekends that we have his boys and we have my kids at the same time. So we just go one after another. So one of us is generally up early doing like the four o'clock, four o'clock session. And then the next one goes. Um, so that, yeah, when they're there, when they're here, we just, we just take it in turns and we both are coached. So we both know what we've got for the weekend. So we just sort of work it around Um that but it's generally pretty early starts with the kids and then um during the week we sort of just do the same thing so i have my kids uh, quite a lot um they are they're, they're with their dad um two nights a week and then two nights every second weekend so 
um, when they're with him, that's probably when you see Jake and I doing stuff, like doing stuff together. Um, but other than that, we just, yeah, I've got a treadmill at home. We've got the indoor trainer here. Um, got a bit of a gym set up in at home. So neither of us will go to a gym. Um, we always do our strength stuff here. And then um, we're either on the treadmill or we'll go outside, just take it in turns. Um, but we definitely do try and make the most of it when the kids aren't here and we have that chance to do something together. Yeah, yeah, is it almost like the like the idea of family around and that relationship with Jake actually helps you to be more diligent and organised with the planning around the running? Yeah, yeah, we are. We're, we're very organised. Maddie, my coach, um, I generally would have like one or two weeks in advance of my program. Jake doesn't have as much, but you sort of get used to your routine and what you have. Um, and we always just make sure that we get our training done early enough, like when we've got the kids so that, come like eight nine o'clock in the morning that's like time with the kids that's when you know we don't like the kids to miss out on anything that they want to do or taking them somewhere it does make you be more organized yeah so we just yeah like I was saying we just try and get our training and stuff done early enough so that we can spend the days that we've got with the kids doing things with them and and then often like if one of us has an afternoon run like I remember not that long ago we were down at um a dream world or something I think Jake had like a an hour run so I'd drop him on our way home like I'll drop him an hour from home so that he'll run his hour and then we'll so we sort of just like yeah we we're quite organized to just try and make it work how we can yeah and what about specifically with Jake there's many couples out there who do have an inkling towards exercise and do it together as well so yeah. I, I'm sure most of the time that's okay but are there moments where it becomes uh difficult in any way with both of our training yes particularly yeah. training together you know you're always you're talking about it you're doing it you're listening about it you're watching running so does it ever become too intense <laughs> <laughs> no not really um I think and Jake's because Jake's doing triathlon now so it's really something different and one thing I sort of do notice is he's just like week by week, all these things are just like flashing in his mind, like swimming. <laughs> He's like, oh, I've got swim squad. And I'm like, and then the next day he'll go, oh, I've got swim squad again. I'm like, you wanted to do this triathlon stuff? He's like, oh, it's just so much swimming. But he's doing like 20, 30K swimming a week or whatever it is. So it's a lot. But it's all, um, I guess the triathlon stuff with Jake is full on. Um, and it is a lot more time than running. But I, I think we sort of both just find it so interesting and we both appreciate the fact that that's part of our lives and what we want to do and we just appreciate that about each other. Um, we never, yeah, I've never, I can't think of a time where we've sort of clashed with training and we both sort of want to get a session done but we obviously both can't go out because of the kids. We just, I think when you're with somebody and they have the same interests as you, you appreciate that about them and that helps with just making it work. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Um, but what yeah. about, you know, you mentioned Jake's injury. So have you been injured yeah. too in the time that you've been with Jake and how, like I'm awful with injuries. Was there any <laughs> part of Jake that's like, oh no, you know, Jess is going to get fitter and stronger and faster. And I'm, you know, <laughs> sitting here trying to work out uh, what I'm going to do, riding and swimming and not running. Yeah, so he, I, I um, touch wood, no, I haven't been injured. 
Um, while I've been running more seriously, I think I've, I, I haven't, I haven't really had a, a serious injury and I've probably had a niggle once where I went to my physio and I maybe I've had like a maximum of a week off. But other than that, um, I haven't really had any injuries. When Jake got his stressy, he wasn't doing triathlon then. Um, he was running and he was training for Gold Coast Marathon and he was, he was sort of like he, you know, got told he's got this stress reaction. He trained his ass off for Gold Coast Marathon and then was sort of just sitting there. And I'm like, well, you're not just going to sit around. So you need to figure out something else to do. So we're going to the pool. So we went to yeah. the pool and we were swimming. And and then I was like, okay, well, Wahoo, we've got a sail on. So let's buy a trainer and got a trainer. And then he went to Giant and we got him a bike. And that's how it all sort of started. So, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to. Neither of us are going to sit here for the next three months down in the dumps because you can't run. We just have to find someone else. And um, it was sort of a blessing for him because he's just loving it. Like he's loving the, as much as he's tired as hell, he's running the, loving the um, the Ironman training. And yeah, you can sort of, when he started getting into it, you could see it sort of like lighting back up again. Um, like he was still busting his ass every week and not actually running. And um, yeah, and he's just seeing some really good gains with that now. So it was like, and I could see it was mentally tough for him um, when he when he did his foot. But yeah, we just found something else because that's just what we do. Where we're not really, we don't we don't really drink or party much or anything like that. Um, we're just like getting outdoors and exercising. I think the hardest part for him was like we could replace the running with other things, but then like we like to go. Um, climbing mountains and going on treks and stuff like that. And we couldn't do that. So we, um, we, we missed that, but um, yeah, we're sort of back doing that now. So that's good. Yeah. And speaking of anything else other than running family work and those other things you mentioned, how do you feel time, particularly at night, you know, that window must be small after work, kid time, yeah. bedtime, I assume has got to be relatively early, early. getting up you know, <laughs> between four or five, I assume. So yeah. yeah. How how long are you aiming to sleep, and uh, what are you doing there at <laughs> night to buy time? We're we're um we're not big on going out at night. Like yeah, we 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 pretty much keep to ourselves. Jake and I, we don't we don't go out. Um. Yeah, and catch up like with a lot of people all the time. Like during the week and stuff like that, we'll come home from work and generally we generally would have a session in the afternoon and then dinner doing kids stuff and getting them ready for the next day and then just like chill out on the couch together and yeah do that sort of stuff but we are we're in bed pretty early like sometimes so it's even last night I was like oh can we go to bed yet and he's like all right it's eight o'clock we can go now. <laughs> like real party rages it's it's eight o'clock on a Friday and <laughs> we just watch movies and and stuff like that and catch up on what we've done during the day and talk crap pretty much between us and just laugh and yeah yeah it's great to hear it seems like you do have it worked out and you'd be one to recommend to those out there in similar situations to to you know push those uh limits with the exercise and it, and it definitely yeah. helps between you two by the looks of it yeah 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 i think we just appreciate what each other wants to do with their lives so much yeah yeah fantastic let's get to the running hey because um i've got a list of pbs to go through here and uh, mm -hmm. they do start at 5K. You know, there's no 
1500, 3k like other guests no. on the show and that's uh, obviously by the reason that you do like to run long anyway we mentioned your 5k so that was 1832 just two weeks ago your 10k yeah. 3809 three years ago 2020 i've got here where you were first in the age group fifth overall i think that was gc50 wasn't it yeah, that was GC running first. Yeah, the one at um, Rabina down the coast. Oh, that, the, the one in what, April-ish, early year. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And how's that yeah. experience? Yeah, that was good. Um, I, yeah, yeah, obviously it's been a while since I've done a 10K, so I'm actually doing road runners next weekend. So it'll be um, interesting to see if I can beat that time. I'm hoping to beat that time. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really good though. I, um, it was a PB. I don't do many 10Ks. Like it's definitely not a distance that I that I pick. Um, I think I'd signed up for a couple of other races like Bridge Brisbane and stuff that year as well, and they all got cancelled. But yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fun. I, I like I like that event. It's pretty. It's quiet. There's a yeah. It's a nice course. So yeah, it was good fun. And then the half marathon. So an hour twenty four. Great South Run. Yeah. I think that's now redundant. That race. It's yeah. Uh, been um taken off the running calendar that was 2021 and you wrote through here fifth and i assume that's fifth uh, amongst the females Female. yeah yeah fifth female yeah, so who, who was ahead of you there and uh, how was that run because that wasn't I don't that, know. I that don't wasn't know. in winter was it no that one's in april too so i think if i remember correctly or that might be it's either in march or april that one um but it is at the beginning of the year. And I remember it always used to be a great lead up to Gold Coast or um, like it was almost the first event on the calendar year. Yeah, it's a shame it's not um, it's not on anymore. Yeah, any idea why they they didn't uh, proceed with that event? I don't know. They I know they cancelled it because of COVID and everything like that and then um, it just never came back. Um, but they used to do, I can't remember the company that used to run that event, but they had a couple, there was one at Springfield that they used to do as well, I think. Yes. I'm not yeah. sure, or Logan or somewhere like that. And I, I can't remember if um if they even still do that one, but I just haven't heard anything. I don't think anyone actually really knows why they pulled the pin on it. Yeah, I was talking just to Matt Hanson the other week about it. He, uh, I think yeah. he PB'd uh, some event there a few years ago and uh, yeah, he yeah. spoke about it being relatively flat not an exciting yeah. run, but definitely one for a PB. Yeah, it was three seven k loops. That one, did you never do it? Never did it. Yeah. Oh, it was a great one. It was good. It was flat. There was a little. I mean, I guess that's debatable. Like all the people that love the really flat runs would say, "No, nah, that's not flat." There's like the tiniest little incline in it in in a couple of sections. So when you got to do it three times, I guess they sort of look at that as like a hill but yeah. it was yeah it was it was fast yeah it was flat fast course yeah and then the uh marathon noosa last year 255 broke the three hours and second female yeah. i'd love to know who beat you on that one yeah i i knew you were just going to ask me that <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember her name um i think she ran like a 248 or something so she it wasn't close we took off and there was a couple of girls with me that was sort of sitting behind me so I probably went out a little bit faster than I'd planned um just with these other two girls but she she took off um quite quickly so she was in front of me from the beginning um I can't remember her name I should look it up looks like the two of us looking it up are you <laughs> let's see you can get it first Leah Fitzgerald yeah that's it yeah 
I'd re- I'd recognised her, but I don't uh, I don't know Leah. Um, she ran really great though. She she just stuck to her pace and um, yeah, she smashed it. She did really well. I think she's actually I think she won Canberra this year. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing her name flash around. I can't remember if it was for the marathon or the half, but um, yeah, she's a I, I don't know her personally, but she's a solid runner. Yeah. And how mar- how many marathons have you done? Or was that your first marathon? You'd actually broken the three hours. That was my first official. So we did a an unofficial marathon um, from New Farm last year um, with uh, Pat and Marty. And then we had um, Jake was on his bike and a couple of other guys joined us for, for a little bit of it. Um, so I did 257 there, but that was obviously not an official sub three. So Noosa was my first official sub three yeah oh it's amazing you must have been stoked to go on the three hours for that first official yeah. marathon yeah except i did like it was like 255 or something i'm like oh, you couldn't have just run five seconds faster jess <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, re- I'm reading 255.09 actually and uh yeah. for leah 251.5 oh was she yeah 250.15 yeah uh, okay so a little I, I thought she was a bit quicker than that um yeah, but yeah, I was like, oh, I couldn't just run. The same as Park Run last week. I was like, couldn't just run three seconds quicker, Jess. <laughs> oh, we always <laughs> want to be yeah, faster, but... right? Yeah, that's right. Just gives you gives you your goal for next time. Exactly. And the 50K too. So 338 GC50 uh, in 2021, and you won that race. So that must have been a, a great experience to do that. And how does that fare for pace per K, that race? That was... Um... I think that was like 418, I think, about. Yeah, not, um, not bad for 50Ks. Yeah, yeah, good for 50Ks and good for um for being like December. Um, and it's always windy down there. Yeah, it was good that race. Um, yeah, I think it was like, yeah, 418 or 420 per K, I think. And who was on the podium there with you, Jess, in second and third? Yeah, so um can't remember uh second was um new. Um new Bocker, I think. Yes, I do know no, last name, sorry. Yeah, and um Shara Jones was um was third that year. Um, I'm pretty sure. So there was yeah, the the three of us. Um yeah, New I think did it the the most recent one and broke the record for her age group. The um that does ring a bell record. Yeah. For the 50K, yeah. I was going to ask you about the heat because you mentioned the wind there too, but it tends to be so hot there and literally is, yeah. you know, a battle of uh, the, the fittest to survive the heat. <laughs> yes. was, was that a hot day? Yeah, it was hot. Like it's definitely not like Gold Coast Marathon or Sunny Coast no. or anything in, in those nice attempts. It's hot. Um, yeah, I just remember like every water station just pouring water over me. Yeah, every, every single time. Um, yeah, but just like I remember I was cramping towards the end. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely hot. Like it's not a cool race. And then it's always windy. It's just a matter of how windy it's going to be. Um, so it's always generally like headwind on the way back. So because they've changed the course now, um, so it's two 25K loops, whereas the old days it used to be you run from Broad Beach to Coolangatta and then back, um, whereas now you start at Coolangatta, you run out, 
um, toward north and then back. And then on your way back is always the headwind usually. So it's a bit of a killer. You sort of, um, yeah, you feel really good on your first on your first lap going out and then you turn around and you feel the headwind and then you've got to go and do it all over again. So that second time in the headwind, that, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was out there in 2021 or 2020, um, one of them, but I do recall it being super hot. I didn't survive long at my pace. I did the 30K, yeah. not the 50, by the way. So 50K is a valiant effort, but it certainly was hot. And I do recall this sense of trying to get to each drink table. Yes. (laughs) We're at Gold Coast. You can just fly past the table thinking, I don't need any water. It's great today. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hit 30Ks. (laughs) Yeah. So so how do you, for these longer events, how, how do you train in terms of hydration and nutrition? And how many have you done in the realm of like post- you know, further than a marathon distance? Um, I've done five 50Ks, I think, five or six 50Ks. Um, I've done three river runs, um, which is cooler, but they're like end of September, beginning of October. I think there was, I think there was one year where it was, um, it was deferred because of COVID and it was just, it was just run later. So it was a bit hotter. And then the others have been GC 50. Um, but I train with my nutrition all the time. So I use infinite, um, which I think are just amazing. So I use so many different um, mixes from infinite, depending on what I'm going to do. Um, so I've got like my, my personal pre-mix, like my custom mix that I have made myself. I'm a quite a high sweater. So in my, custom blend they allow for that um and then i also use a couple of their other mixes as well um depending on if i'm running like shorter distances or long so i use them every week so every any session that's 90 minutes or longer um i use i I always have nutrition with me and then even on speed if i'm doing speed sets i'll take um infinite on on those sets as well so i'm using basically i have nutrition with me anything any run that i'm doing that's not a recovery run an hour or less um and that that to me is like a huge reason why i can consistently run the k's that i run week after week and why i've been doing that for so many years now and why and also why i've been able to do that and not get injured just like because I'm looking after what my body needs. And then like a big thing for me is that when it comes to nutrition, it's not just about the nutrition you want for that session. You need to be having nutrition so that you can back up for the session the next day. Mm. So there's no use like busting your ass, doing a speed set with no nutrition one day and then expecting to be able to feel good on a long run the next day. Like it's just not going to happen. So you've really got to be organized and, and set yourself up so that you can consistently do the running that you want to do week after week. And so your body can cope with it. Yeah. So when you say no nutrition too, so if you're up for an early run in the morning, are you having something prior to the run and then no nutrition or is it no nutrition entirely for an Um, easy morning job? Would you have nothing at all? I, I, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't know. So I just get up and, I don't drink coffee either, so <laughs> so I don't have a coffee in the morning when I wake up. I generally just wake up and go. 
um, just half an hour, 45, an hour. Generally my easy runs are an hour or under. Um, that takes up like a, a lot of majority of my easy runs for the week. Uh, when I get back, I, I have protein after every run, every speed set, like every strength set, every swim, anything that I do exercise-wise, I always have protein afterwards. Um, but before, I don't really. Like if I'm doing my long runs, I probably have a banana before I go, but that's that's it besides like my nutrition that I have on the on the longer stuff. But the short stuff, I don't know. Yeah, has that taken time to get there? Like initially when you start to run further, were you in a position where you kind of had to have a bit more nutrition prior and during? And just over time now, you've adapted to that. I've certainly got uh, mates and family who think they need to eat a lot before they run. So do you think it's definitely a, a great strategy, both from a race point of view and training, to adapt like that, to start to lessen the amount you will consume nutrition during and prior? Yeah, I think if you're doing... If you're doing what I what I find is people do their easy runs way too hard, so that's probably why they're stuffed at the end of what's meant to be an easy run. So that's probably the problem, not so much the nutrition when it comes to easy running. But you should be able to wake up in the morning and go out for an easy thirty minute run. So when I say easy, like my average heart rate's like one thirty, which for me is low. Um, but then you know people. So I'm doing like my marathon's 255. So my marathon pace is 407 or something per K. But my easy runs are like over five minutes a K. And then I see people that are running like four, four and a half hour marathons doing the same easy run pace as me. And like, that's not easy. You've got to, you've got to run slow. You've got to run slow on your recovery run so that you can put in for your speed sets and put in for your longer runs. Like, yeah. Um, I used to probably eat a little bit more often. I would have a banana. Um, I'm not, I'm not so much having food now before I run all the time, but that, and so I guess that's probably been over time. Um, my nutrition when I'm running is has not changed so i still take the same amount of nutrition as i was two years ago um when i'm when i'm doing those longer runs and what about over the 50k for example in terms of amount of uh water or liquid because you're often mixing certain yeah. things in it do you know have any idea around the volume of water you're consuming in say a marathon or a 50k event that uh works for you jess not um i don't i wouldn't know the exact amount so i use, i carry flasks with, with me with my infinite in it so they're 200 mils those flasks and i have two of those an hour um plus i throw in a gel and then every every water station in a marathon or a 50 i'll take water every single water station i would not pass a, a water one water station without taking water it doesn't matter if it's like at the 5k mark I would still grab a cup of water and even just take a sip of it every, every single water station. Um, I've always done that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'd have 400 mils of liquid minimum every hour plus whatever water I take in on board. So I don't carry water um, on a race or, or anything. I, yeah, just use whatever's on course. 
Yeah, it's certainly subjective to the distance you're running, the heat, the the yeah. time you're out there for. You know, you might run a 10K yeah. in 30 minutes or an hour. So there's so yeah. many factors involved, isn't there? So it's really yeah. a matter of, well, for you over time, learning what's required for particular events given the conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Let's get back to you as a kid, you know, where you were born, how your upbringing looked like, uh, if running was a part of that at all through school or any other sporting influence or physical activity. And uh, I guess your, your mum and dad, if they played a part. Yeah. Um, so in uh, I, I grew up in Fernie Grove. So I was born in Brisbane, um, grew up in Fernie Grove. Um, and I sort of, I did a little athletics and, um, ran with school like did the cross country and stuff but I was never really too serious about it I went all right um at little a's and and all those and like school um, sports and stuff like that went to districts a couple of times but nothing too serious and then um I actually played hockey when I was young so um I was quite serious with hockey so I played um yeah from like six until um in my like 20s um, so I wasn't really running a whole lot then. I, um, I sort of always had like a bit of a sporting background. So hockey, I played softball, um, a few other sports, um, but yeah, running probably wasn't anything that I concentrated too much on. Um, but have a really, really sporty family though. Like my, um, my mum and my dad are really sporty. So I think mum was like squash, basketball, um, she used to run dad played football um all growing up so my brother played football um we both played touch footy um just just more like um team sports as we were growing up i suppose and then i didn't really get into the running side of things until um probably like my late 20s i just casually just started running um but I remember like the first time I ran, I ran around the block and I, I couldn't even run around the block. Like <laughs> I just kept stopping and starting all the time. Like it was just, yeah, I, I definitely it was too I, hilly. I wasn't. Yeah. 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 Too hilly. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, yeah, that's sort of how I started and then just um, kept running. So when I felt pregnant with my, with Nate, my, he's seven now, I remember I, um, I ran throughout my whole pregnancy with him and I, um, my brother at the time, he owned a gym and um, I used to cop a fair bit of flack from people for um, exercising while I was pregnant <laughs> back then, I guess like, yeah. So we're talking seven, eight years ago. Um, it's probably a little bit frowned upon. Um, yeah. So I, I remember copping some flack then and especially with the running side of things like I, I got a lot of advice from my brother, like, and wasn't sprinting or anything. It was really just like casually running with the dogs and stuff like that, keeping my heart rate low, like being really smart about it in the gym, just doing like weights and stuff like that. But I, um, yeah, that's one thing I do remember is copying a fair bit of flack. And then after him, I just sort of kept the running up, um, probably got a bit more serious about it after Nate. Um, and then I um, fell pregnant with the twins and I didn't run like throughout that whole pregnancy. I couldn't um, just walked and <laughs> and went to the gym and just did um, strength sort of stuff at the gym. 
and then um after the girls is probably when it when it got a lot more serious and like my k's increased and and um yeah I, I started running a lot more so the girls are five now so um yeah it was about five years ago everything probably got, probably got a little bit more serious okay so the twins are girls and your first one yeah. a boy yeah so how yes. yeah how far did you run through the pregnancy like to what week and then return returning to running after having him like how yeah. how much further was that after the birth yeah was so it weeks i or ran months? I ran up until the day I had Nate. No way. <laughs> but when I say when I say run, I mean like it was more a walk run by that point. It was it was a shuffle. I was like quite lucky. I was really only like all belly. I wasn't really I, I didn't really put on a whole heap of weight. Um waited a while after having him though. So uh would have been at least like two months after having Nate. Um and until I started running again yeah and then so there's two years between um the kids so I didn't I, I guess I was sort of just like, getting into things again when I fell pregnant with the girls and um yeah there was no running while I was pregnant with twins <laughs> yeah it's certainly changed a bit like predominantly by the fact that there's so much information out there and generally it's yeah. on the you know the safer side so yeah. like do you feel if if women are comfortable who are pregnant that you know go for it because what i'm hearing these days is contrary to that that if if you're comfortable and it's not extreme exercise that it's okay until yeah that that time comes where it is becoming far too uncomfortable yeah definitely i'm all for it you've just got to be smart about it like you need to obviously you can't go out and run some hectic run where your heart rate's just <laughs> spiking but if you yeah. keep it easy and just comfortable and what you can as as fast as you could manage then um yeah that there wouldn't be any reason not to you've just got to be smart about it and i had advice like i was saying from my brother um who's been in the health industry for for years and years and years now um so it wasn't like i was sort of just going out and doing my own thing I think if you've got, like, if obviously if you've been running for a long time, then you sort of know what you should and shouldn't be doing. And you just got to listen to your body. So if your your body will tell you when you can't run anymore, that's why I didn't run with the girls. Like my body was like, you you can't run now. Like you just need, it's time for just walking for a while. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I did with them. But yeah, I'm all for exercising when you're pregnant, like, I, I think the benefits, if you do it smartly, far outweigh any any negatives that people sort of have in their mind about it. Yeah. yeah. And who would you go to if you are concerned? Is it a case of like a GP or midwife uh, or is it like a, a running female running coach that's had kids? Who do you think is the best person to give advice on that one? I probably, if I wasn't, um, if I wasn't, like a, a runner previously I'd probably I'd go to a to a GP and just get myself checked out first to make sure obviously everything's okay um and then yeah I'd just go to like get myself a um like a, a strength coach or a running coach that's got that sort of background there's so many out there now um yeah that that can sort of watch what you're doing and make sure like I wore I would always wear a heart rate strap um every time I run I still do now um, so you just got to watch. That's what you've got to watch. It's all about watching and making sure that your heart rate doesn't spike. Um, you you def like definitely can't go out and flog yourself running while you're pregnant. But yeah, like I know um, 
my coach's wife, um, Gemma, she ran um, a long time through her pregnancy. Like she was still doing park runs and all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, there's there's probably a lot more um, info out there now about it. Um, whereas back, I guess, like eight years ago, there probably wasn't a whole lot. So do you think now, like, so the gap between Nathan and the girls, like how long was that? And do you think, like, there must be a lot of women out there. And my wife's in that situation, actually, at the moment that we've had our first. He's he's almost two yeah. years old uh, next week, actually, which yeah. is exciting. Oh, wow. But she she was a runner prior to us having our son. But now she's struggling that with that in-between, that sort of interlude between the you know, kids, the first one or second one or wherever that may yeah. be, you still think there's a, a strong premise to continue running to, in order to then after that second or that final kid to, to, um, to get back to where you, you want to get back to with your running. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you like you, the thing is, well, mums sort of tend to have such high expectations on, of themselves. Like, you know, you've been pregnant, you've had a baby and then, time passes and you're like well I should be back to where I was but you shouldn't like there's so much more to consider after having a kid like it's not just about you anymore it's about like kids come first right so it's <laughs> if that baby wants to be fed that baby wants to be fed and that's what needs to sort of happen whereas if it's just you you've got all the time in the world to sort of <laughs> work like yeah, granted we've got work and everything but besides that there's no other nothing else stopping you but after you have a kid there's a lot more um, stresses and stuff in life but I think you've just got to everyone just ha you have to go on your own journey and like try and not concentrate too much on what other people are doing like don't compare yourself to another mom and where she was six months after because it's totally different like everyone's babies are different they're all doing different things at different times but yeah I I was sort of just getting back into it um to a good stage before I fell pregnant with the twins but um yeah, I definitely think like, you know, you're only going to make yourself healthier as well if you get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. And you had three, right? Three total. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so how, so how far after then, after the twins, did you start to get close to thinking, you know, I'm, I'm pretty fit here. I'm not, I'm not a, in, you know, in peak condition, but I'm definitely on yeah. the way back. Uh, you know, was that six months to a year? How long was that time frame? Yeah. So I think I had, so the girls were born in October and I did Gold Coast Marathon the following year. So that was the first race that I did after the girls. So October to July. Yeah. I don't think I did anything in between there, but it was really slow bounce back, um, especially after having two babies. Um, yeah. So I don't, I can't remember doing, I might've done Noosa. I think I did Noosa 30K in the lead up to that. Um, Which but would that have been would have about been all, six months. Yeah, so that would have been May, end of May. Yeah. And I would have done the, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did the 30K. And that, but that was not raced. So that was just at like my marathon pace. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then um, Gold Coast in July. But I didn't start, it would have been, gosh, over two months after I had the girls. And I remember, I still remember the first time I ran after having the girls. I, 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 my the girls were at mum's place and I went down the road and started running and it was almost like I, I swear I felt like I had to teach myself to run again because it had been so long um 
it, it had been almost a year. So I think I fell pregnant in January and this would have been like December. So it was almost a year of not running a step. And I was running, I was like, this is just going to take me forever. But I think if you, that's why like I feel like keeping yourself active and healthy while pregnant mm. is so important because it actually doesn't take you that long to bounce back if you keep it up. Like it's surprising how healthy you can keep your body just by walking, like walking your dogs when you're pregnant or mm. walking on a treadmill or going to the gym and just doing some strength stuff. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing what the body will retain. Um, yeah. So it actually, once you get going, it doesn't take that long. It's just, yeah, you've just got to be consistent with it when you start getting back into it. Yeah. And, and do you think too, it's like maybe like a way to in, increase or continue that identity as a runner? Like, have you struggled at all with the, the balance between being a mother and a runner? Um, I don't think I, I have. I try not to. I try not to. Obviously, I'm separated from the kid's dad, um, so my mm. ex-husband. So I tr really try not to. I don't really. I don't sign up for races that are on our kid weekends. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I miss out on 50% of weekends with my kids. So I, I prefer not to sign up to any races that are on those weekends. Um, I guess I do sort of have like a mum, a mum Jess and a, a running Jess. And because I don't sign up for those races when I've got the kids, they don't really see a lot of um, the running. Like I think the girls and, and Nate have maybe been to one, one race or like a park run or something maybe that I might've done. But otherwise, they're probably two very separate parts of my life. But in saying that, they know um, that I run every morning and they like they know I'm going out for a run and they know that I'm going out in the afternoon. If, if I'm on the treadmill, I'm, I'm running on the treadmill or something like that. So they, they know that I do all this stuff, but they're not really um, involved in it too much. And they're young also. Like I guess they'll... If it interests them, then they'll um, then they'll start getting involved. Yeah, but there probably is. I don't really struggle with it, but there probably is like a mum Jess and a running Jess. Yeah. So are they showing any inkling towards running? My my son, uh, as I said, who's turning two next week, is uh, running down the hallway, so to speak. We don't really have a yeah. hallway, but uh, running <laughs> through the house, and, and we him. call it, we call it run, 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 run. You know, run <laughs> along and copy daddy those little yeah. things or even like coming back from a run and um, the wife would be like, you know, where, where was daddy? And he's like, Oh, working. No, no, no. Uh, running. Yeah. Oh, run, 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 yeah. run. Like are those yeah. moments creeping in? Uh, you know, they've got a handful of years or yeah, to a degree older than uh, yeah. our son. Yeah. So um, Paige, one of, one of the, the twins, she's, they've actually started prep this year. And they have their cross country coming up. So we were talking about um, running and she's actually really, really determined. Um, like she's all, ever since she's could walk, she's always wanted to sort of keep up with Nate, her, her brother. She'll do anything. She'll just keep trying and trying until she can keep up with him. And um, so she, we were actually talking about cross country and she said she wanted to do some running practice. So we're going to actually go for a run around the block tomorrow afternoon and then Nate my eldest he's probably more into uh he plays footy uh rugby league so he's more into that that's so more so than the running but 
Um, he'll jump on his bike and come for, a, if I'm going for a run, he'll come for a ride with me in the afternoon after school yeah. um, with snacks, of course. So <laughs> I remember the other couple of months ago he came and I was running along and I took a photo of him and I didn't realise I had a roll-up in my hand. Like that was the halfway stop, pit stop <laughs> for him to get his roll-up. But, yeah, so they're sort of involved a little bit like that. Nate hasn't really shown too much interest in running um, and I definitely won't push it on them, I think. When kids are young, um, I running such a solo sport, and I think it, there's a lot to say for team sports and um, just getting that kids used to that sort of social side of things mm. um, in, in playing team sports and and social benefits and um, like learning to share and being part of team and all that sort of stuff. So I think when they're young, team sports are really important. Um, but definitely if they're keen to start running, like do some running on the side, but, um, yeah, so it's probably start with sort of team stuff with them, but yeah. Yeah. That's great. So if we then fast forward a little bit, so what, at what age were you when you had the twins? Uh, so they're five. So I was 33 and Nate, I was 31. Okay. Yeah. So there's been a handful of years now till, till yep. now, and you did admit your age earlier. So I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 38. So yep. yeah. What's the last five years look like? How, how have you progressed to the point that in the last two years you've run PBs and yeah, yep. what did running look like at the start versus now at 130 to 140 or what's, what's the longest you've run now in the last few years? Versus um, so Last year, I was probably averaging more close to like the 160 a week mark. Wow. Um, so that was more aerobic miles. So like I was saying earlier, I changed coaches um, towards the end of last year. But if I take it back to after the girls, so had the girls and then um, I actually jumped on board with my brother. Um, he's a triathlon coach, uh, running coach. Um, he's been in that fitness industry for as long as I can remember. Um, so I, he actually did up a program for me. So I've always been on program, um, whether it be with him or, or anyone else. Um, but it was just a, a really slow, slow build. So I think I probably would have started at like 50 Ks a week. Um, and then I've always done strength. So I've always done like two or three strength sessions a week and not just like smashing my legs, just like all over um, strength sessions. Um, so I probably started like 40, 50, and then just gradually built it up from there. So then um, would have been, would have been probably 2000 and what are we now? 23. I'd probably say like 2021. Um I or 2020, 21, I um I stopped working with my brother. Um, he sort of just said to me that um it was probably good to maybe just go through a different coach, like somebody with perhaps more running experience. Um so he's definitely more like on the triathlon side. So I um started up with another coach and then we just built up the case. So um did a couple of speed sessions and then it was really good. So I ended up building up to like 160 Ks a week. And I was doing that for a long time, like a year um, between 140 and 160 Ks. I was probably doing 160 Ks for most weeks in 2021. 
I think. Um, yeah, and then, um, gosh, it's hard to remember all the years. I was going <laughs> to remind then, um, you because the um, it wasn't your first marathon last year. So my first what? one. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've done like I've done a heap of marathons. So my first marathon was um, after Nate. So it would have been um, yeah. My first marathon was after Nate. Okay, last yeah. last year we did the sub three um the sub three time trial yeah it was the first, yeah the first sub three attempt and then yeah no, no uh, sorry up. that was 20 21 was the sub yeah. three because yeah. that's when COVID hit and then um last year being 22 you got to remember we keep forgetting we're in 2023 <laughs> now last Absolute year I didn't since COVID, eh? yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, let's let's backtrack a little bit here then. So yeah, it makes sense now you're running 150 to 60k if you'd run a marathon yeah. already. So you you know you yeah, you're yeah. you know your focus has been around that endurance for a while. So what what does the training specifically yeah look like now versus then even a few years ago when it was around that 150 mark? Has it changed a little bit at all, or has the um, sort of the shape of the week been similar with with a bit of speed, bit of jogging, and and long run? Yeah. Yeah. So I did, it's definitely more endurance. I was just, I did my first 50K in 2016. So yeah, I've been yeah. doing the longer stuff since then, Makes uh, sense. since just before then. Yeah. So my training now, it definitely has changed. So last year, like I was saying, is more um, aerobic sort of training with a little bit of speed in there. I, I changed coaches to, um, to uh, Maddie Davey from Run to PB. Um, late last year, I think September. Um, I And so my training's base been pretty consistent since then, um, ranging from 100, 120 to 140Ks a week. Uh, and then my weeks are pretty routine with Maddie. The sessions obviously change. Um, but like an ideal week for me would be Monday would just be um, easy, two easy runs, so morning and afternoon um tuesday morning is always a speed set so it's usually like between 15 and 17 k's about an hour 15 um all up including warm up and warm down um tuesday afternoons easy wednesdays are a midweek longy so that's usually about an hour and a half an hour 40 well so um, about 20k yeah, yeah yeah and then um Wednesday, Arvo, I like to try and jump on the bike these days. Um, so just jump on Zwift and do do a bike ride if I can fit it in. Um, Thursdays, just two easy runs. And then uh, probably like usually an hour and 30 minutes in the Arvo. Uh, Friday's another speed set, but it's usually more um, like Tuesday's fast speed and then Friday's more like a tempo-y set. And that probably averages about the same Ks and then um easy in the arvo saturday's easy um and then sunday's long run so um two hours 20 to two hours 40 um at the moment and we're probably just going to build up from that and then i think maddie will throw in some um like marathon specific um sets in that long run eventually um but that's pretty much like a standard week um and then i have some strength that i throw in there as well when I can, yeah. So yeah. So are you doubling about three to four days then? Are you in total? I'm doubling, yeah. Uh, every day except Wednesday and Saturday. Oh, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So four days. 
Yeah. So yeah. does it kind of sort of ebb and flow between AMP and runs in terms of volume and effort in any way, like between the fact that you are doubling? Are you mindful of that? For example, you know, running hard in an afternoon, then a morning, is it sort of going back and forth, you think pretty uh, equally and with balance to not overdo it? Yeah, I found that um, my easy runs are like my recovery runs after speed sets are becoming, um, I, I'm making sure they're easy <laughs> <laughs> because if I do my easy runs, like especially on Monday, so if I do those those easy runs hard on a Monday, I'm like, it's going to affect my speed set on a Tuesday. Yeah, and that's where I'm getting like, right. a lot of yeah. my game. Yeah. 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 So I definitely, um, I run to heart rate a lot and I just try, especially on my easy runs and I try and keep it low. So anything um, for me, like on my easy runs, 130 average to between like 130, 135, I definitely wouldn't want to go over 135. Um, yeah. And then like if I'm out doing an easy run and my heart rate's like 145, um, that's going to affect my speed set the next day. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I try and keep those easy runs really easy. Um, yeah, just to get like the aerobic benefit from them, the recovery from them. Yeah. You definitely so feel the difference between the, the heart rate monitor around the, the chest versus the yeah. wrist heart rate monitor. I've tried yeah. them all. <laughs> I've tried them all. If, the watch, the watch the watches, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've tried the watch. I've tried um, the one around the arm, the run around the wrist. Um, the best one is the the strap around the chest yeah like it's and, definitely the better one and which brand do you use like i've i've got it well i've used two garments in the last few years and both both of them and i have a very low resting heart rate you can hit about 30 or 40 most yeah, days wow. of the week and um yep. on efforts according to the garmin and i do get a bit of yep. flat from it from that for it from mates it, it can even be at 130 flat out in a three or five k <laughs> So I've, I've your, got to, I've got to get it I've got to get a proper one yeah on the on the on your on your watch wrist heart rate yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're useless it's insane. they're like yeah, yeah. I mean and I it is low but uh, yeah I think yeah. I think it's worthwhile from what I hear to go and check that I run very much to feel in a lot of my runs but yeah. I think you know it's one one method is the heart rate one's feel one's pace there's yeah. a lot of ways you can track it right yeah yeah definitely yeah I um. Wahoo, I use the Wahoo heart rate strap. So either Wahoo or Garmin, either or. Um, but I go through them like no tomorrow, like Jake's <laughs> always saying to me, How what do you mean it's broken? Like, what do you mean it's not working? Because <laughs> I just seem to go through them all. I go through them so quickly and his just seemed to last. But he was the same. So one thing that we did notice, you know how you get your fitness score on Strava. Like just uh, ran, like I think so. Uh, looking yeah. at yeah, looking at random stats and stuff as we do on Strava. He um he never used to wear a strap and his fitness score was hitting like up in the nineties or something, which is quite high. Um, <laughs> I put a strap on and let's just see what happens, and it just plummeted, like it just dropped dramatically to like fifty or something, and then it sort of started to pick back up again. But yeah, the the watch heart rate. I mean, it's fine for just you know having a, a little idea. Yeah, but definitely the the chess ones are a lot more accurate. Yeah, they're, they're probably yeah. the most accurate that you're going to get. I wonder how it goes yeah. for the resting heart rate, though, if there's any, if it's more accurate at resting versus uh, at physical activity. If you wore it, like, all the time? Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. I've had mine tested at a doctor at around 30 and 40, yeah. and it sits at that on the watch. I'm, I'm a bit more dubious about when I actually start running at it being 130 yeah. or 40 at an effort. That'd be because if you're already sitting at 130 for an effort, you need to start trying harder. That's what the coaches <laughs> used to say. You used to get in trouble all the time at school. It was terrible. So it yeah, is low, but I think on. there's some premise to that, getting a proper proper heart rate monitor on the chest. Yeah. But well, it's funny, um, you can almost put money on the fact that if Jake and I are running together at the same pace, his heart rate will be 10 beats lower than mine at the yeah. same pace, yeah. And, yeah. like, we can be breathing, like, seem like we're breathing the same, putting in the same sort of effort, but his he's, does have a lower heart rate than me, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. It can be pretty subjective too, right? Like, you can mm. be a really good athlete with a high resting heart mm. rate, and it's, it's probably yeah. really about how you feel and it relative yeah. to, to yeah. yeah whatever you're doing I guess yeah definitely yeah hey yeah. I was going to get away from training actually for for a minute or two and, and just start to think about um like the whole reasoning and uh why behind your run and I mm-hmm. often as I'm getting older I start to think about the competition side versus the why as in for you know physical and mental health so like where where does your scale so so to speak between those two things are you running more for competition these days or is it um and is a result the emotional mental side or is it a bit of both um i it's probably a bit of both i um i don't to be honest i don't um often or ever really get to a start line and think i'm going to win or like there are so many girls out there that are much quicker than me and um so like i don't see myself as um any sort of like amazingly fast fast runner um but it's really just it's it's just it's something that I just do for me um I don't often like think about anything I don't go running to sort of clear my head or anything like that it's just a part of who I am it's just become a part of my life and who I am and it's just what I do like um other people might like read a book or go out to coffee with their friends every Saturday but i want to go and run sort of thing like it's just it's just my thing and what I do I just love it I just I enjoy it and I like um the competition part of it's probably like competition against myself yeah yeah that's probably probably the more so of the point of the question yeah if I had to ask that again yeah yeah but go ahead yeah it's it's competition against myself and bettering myself and bettering my times like I'm not going out and busting my ass in speed sets twice a week not to improve but in saying that I'm not I'm not I don't ever look at like compare myself to another chick another girl and and be like well I I need to sort of beat I know she's running this event I need to sort of beat her it's in my head it's I've got a time that I want to hit and that's what I'm working towards so it's all it's all just for my own my own benefit and everything else that sort of happens is just a, a bonus yeah so if you had a time of injury or illness, even whether it be for two days or two weeks or two months, that has yeah. allowed you to truly understand what it's like when you're not running? Yeah. I have. So last year, I um, <laughs> haven't had an injury, but I've had... Uh, when and I you had, had kids, the, but yeah. Yeah. Well, when I had the girls, a, a little, a little follow-on from being pregnant with twins, they basically just like suck the life out of you because they're growing themselves um and I ended up actually getting kidney stones with um 
when I was pregnant with the girls. And last year, um, that sort of look all came to fruition. And I, I actually did Noosa Marathon. And then I had so much lined up for the rest of the year last year. And then we ended up getting COVID after um, Noosa. And um, I was one of those people that ended up having the high heart rate as a, um, mm. what do you call it, as a, a symptom thing of, of COVID. And that actually lasted quite a while. And um, I was probably more aware of it because I run a lot to heart rate. So I I was sitting like 15 beats above where I should be for easy runs. And so I just started taking things really easily. And then I ended up having to have surgery to get the um, get rid of these kidney stones from when I was pregnant with the twins. Um, so that was like three surgery, not three surgeries, but like three, um, well, yeah, you could call it surgeries, but um, over three weeks. So there was no running. Mm. I could have run, but there was no running. I just, I chose not to run over those three weeks. Um, but you can bet that I was up on the bike every morning for three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, so and I just sort of you re- go, sorry. replaced yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I definitely missed it. Um, and yeah, I guess it was frustrating because I wasn't injured. It was, it wasn't an injury that was the reason why I was out. So I didn't do anything, anything wrong or, or push myself in a way I shouldn't have running wise, but it was something that couldn't be helped. And um, it was all right. Like I was annoyed, but I just did something else. So I swam and rode the bike. Like I will never do a triathlon in my life, but I don't mind riding the bike. It's fun and a bit different, something different too. Yeah. And what about like the mental impact, like how you felt differently to when you run through the day yeah. was the focus or mind affected even though you're saying now you you know you feel time with other things other activities uh, and exercise yeah. but what about uh, yeah. the, the mental impact of not actually running yeah that was okay I'm quite um I'm quite good in that in that respect like it it didn't really it didn't seem to affect me too much like that sure it was crappy not running but um it didn't really affect me in that way I think because I well one I knew that it was coming so I knew that I knew that I was going to have to have a few weeks off um and two I guess I knew I could still do something else Mm. so um I'll always choose running and that'll always be something that I do but it's also for me just um about being active um and if I can't do that in one way, then there's an, there's there's going to be another way that I can do it. So I guess you just got to, it was just about looking at it in that way, I suppose. Yeah. 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 And what if, yeah. what if there's one day you can't do something else? What I, would don't you do? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, That's I a really good this. question. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know how I'd cope with it. It'd be, yeah. Like not having had an injury that's put me out completely, or or an illness that's put me out completely, I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the answer um, I was looking for. But uh, yeah, yeah, you quickly (laughs) went into doing other activities. But uh, anyway, (laughs) at least you got a plan B. Plan C might be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so hey, what what does um this year look like for Jess? By the way, so have you um got Gold Coast? the Gold Coast Marathon event 
locked in? And no, anything else? I don't. No? no? No Gold Coast. So originally I did have Gold Coast um, locked in, but I actually applied for Berlin, um, oh, which God. is September. Yeah, yeah. So got, um, I got accepted as a fast runner in Berlin, so I didn't have to go into the lottery or, or anything like that. So just got straight into Berlin. Um, so Berlin's end of September, um, which sort of made me, I, I had a chat with, with Maddie about, um, what to do, whether to still do Gold Coast. And it's really not enough time to push out to, um, two marathons. So I've actually gone back to doing, um, Noosa, um, which is end of May. Um, so before then I'm going to do. I'm going to do a 10K at Roadrunners next week and then a, a 15K a month later, I think it is. And then um, in April, I'm going to do the half at um, Gold Coast Running Festival at Rabina and then Noosa. And then after Noosa, I'll probably do something at Gold Coast, but probably just the half um, or the 10K. And then... I'll do sunny coast and have a good crack at that. And then that's just all leading into Berlin. Yeah. 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 If yeah. I um, allude to Sandgate away from uh, Berlin, which might sound uh, insignificant, <laughs> what about that fast park run at Sandgate they do? Will you be yeah. there? I'll be there. I'll yeah. be there. I was meant to be there last year, but that was like, I think that was two weeks after Noosa when we had COVID. So I had like big plans to be there for that. But I'll um yeah I'll definitely I'll definitely be there for that one this year. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous! I was sub seventeen and I came seventieth. <laughs> I think insane. I did. I think I did eight uh like eighteen forty or something. I I actually the previous year to COVID, I um I actually did that like in the middle of a session. So I I did um like five k marathon pace five k half 5k 10k pace and then into that park run I did like 1840 something <laughs> and I came like 150th <laughs> it was so depressing it actually it got a mention on the inside running podcast it's become that yeah. big and well-renowned and these Victorians yeah. often talk about Victoria but they did yeah. speak about Queensland and Sandgate because it is yeah. it's a free as park run as we know is free but it's you can't you can't rival that Certainly no, in no, Brisbane for yeah, a 5K. Maybe British to yeah. Brisbane 5K, but there's not many others. Well, oh, yeah, you might go on the track. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've not done a track race, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of circles. <laughs> it is, yeah, I've been there for a 10K. It is, uh, yeah, 25 yeah. circles, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I picked out three listener questions. One of one of them okay. is a very important person to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay ready to go yeah we'll start with the most important person jay <laughs> no i was gonna I'm start like, with don't mel. Send... melissa fitness mel i know mel okay you know melissa <laughs> yeah. fitness i'm forgetting her yeah. surname what's her surname yeah um but uh, yeah i know exactly who you're talking about she, yeah. yeah she used to be a part of the west end running group she was one of my athletes if i'm going to claim oh, yeah. her for jake a was telling years. me about you coaching um Back in the day, how good you were in the day. Oh. <laughs> anyway, she asked you, how do you stay motivated and what's a typical training week like for Jess? Now, we've touched on that, but um, anything you want to sort of focus in on on that question? Um, so my typical training week, yeah, we've been through that. I think the 
the key to longevity and running is consistency. Um, I think if you can stay consistent and be consistent with whatever fits in with your life, then every year that passes by a little bit more, will just you'll just be able to fit in a little bit more or your body will be able to cope with a little bit more. Um, but just with your training weeks, just stay consistent with what you're doing. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's a big a big thing for running. And my motivation, um, as much as there's a a mum Jess and a running Jess, my motivation in a lot is my kids, and I want to show them that um, you can do it all. Like you can work. Like I, I work full time. I've got three kids, um, and I'm running a lot of hours a week. And I just want to show them that if you if you really if you really love something so much and you really want to do it, then nothing will stop you. Like you can do it. So my motivation is just to show them that they can do what they want. They can have what they want. And just also to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, I want them to see me getting up in the morning and going for a run and being healthy and not waking mum up hungover in the morning after she's been out for the night. Um, So that's just what I, how I choose to, that I want my kids to see me and, and see a way you can live your life. Um, so that, yeah, as much as they're not that I don't race when they're with me, they are a lot of my motivation. Yeah. These are literally my dad goals or everything you said is everything yeah. I, I uh, aspire for uh, on a daily yeah. basis. So uh, yeah. great words of advice. Let's get to the real <laughs> important person. That is Jake. So <laughs> I, um, I told him not to send a question <laughs> in. <laughs> got to pick three and he's got to be in there is, yeah. he, is he in bed by the way ready for his uh yeah yeah what time's he waking up 4 30 or something for <laughs> yeah i think we're leaving at 4 30 yeah triathlons and touristly you've got to get up super early yeah but then you don't he... start too late yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. way too late it gets way too hot anyway yeah, he's yeah. asked you how do you keep backing up day after day jess uh, is there any uh, stretching or nutrition routine <laughs> Well, if you stretch in a different room, uh, you know, he might not know, but I gathered he might know what you eat and what you do for stretching. Yeah. Um, (laughs) How I back up, I mean, he knows the answer to this. I eat, I I fuel to to run. Um, (laughs) So he knows that. And the reason for the stretching question is because he knows I've been walking around sore all week and I haven't done any stretching or any rolling. So he's basically just saying, you've done this to yourself <laughs> oh it's overrated stretching anyway get get strength get yeah. strong strengthen <laughs> yeah actually get a massage gun i got one of those in the last few months They're yeah we've got a, a, a theragun yes they are amazing and we've got boots as well so often just like just oh. boots from me. yeah so well let's not promote <laughs> like the idea of uh, treatment as opposed to actually preventing it yeah. becoming fit and yeah. strong but anyway <laughs> Uh, the third one is, I don't know who this is, but on Instagram, they're called a fit and mummy. Do you know who that might be? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Lauren. Yeah. Lauren and Rob. And she's got, um, what, 800 followers on there. So she's, uh, pretty popular. Uh, what are your top tips for recovery when you run the volume and speed you do? And that's uh, ironic because we've just spoken about it. Uh, the the boots, (laughs) the Theragun stretching, what else is in there? Um, mainly nutrition so um protein i I have protein like i was saying to you earlier protein after every session i think Mm. that's really important um and then just food and eating so i um yeah if i if i was watching my 
food like and and not eating enough to be running the case i am then i'd probably end up injured pretty quickly um so i i think food's food's really important um these days and and like i was also saying earlier just um fueling for not only the session that you're doing at the time but the sessions that you've got coming up in the following days so even though you might think it's just an easy 90 minute run if you've got a speed set the next day you need to make sure that your body's fueled to be able to do that session as well so i think it's just all about um, like being organized enough to know what you've got coming up and to make sure that your body can handle handle that training load Mm. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we've uh, we've hit the third part of this uh, episode, so to speak, and my parts operate in forty minute segments because <laughs> I haven't upgraded the Zoom. Uh, uh... The two the two segments are a guide for me to make sure I'm getting the right length of uh, interview. But um, yeah, we've of course had too much to talk about, or maybe my yeah. audio issues have uh, increased the length of the interview. But um, I'm very thankful to you, Jess. There's so many people that can relate to you. Because, you know, you've been a mum, you've been at times unfit, you've been at times very fit and uh, running at a high level and uh, doing all those things like work, relationship stuff, mothering. So it it is inspiring. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of listeners out there who will resonate in uh, one or several of those things. And I'm definitely one of them being a a parent myself. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. No, thanks for having me on, Ollie. It was great. Yeah, it's good to um good to have a chat. Yeah, all things running. Yeah, running in life, I guess. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I yeah, I was um I was pretty stoked that you asked. So thank you. Yeah, no problems. And uh we'll be out at Kedron Park Run soon, I hope. I'm uh, I'm yeah. very much a fan of going to Park Run in winter, not when it's uh, yeah. seven AM and you know, twenty five <laughs> to thirty degrees. So yeah, let's hang out till then and yeah, more than happy to bring that time down. Otherwise, Sandgate. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'll probably see you at a Bert set session soon. We promised oh. Pete that we'll, um, I'm getting back there. Yeah, I've spoken to Maddie, so we're going to pop it in for my Tuesday set. So hopefully I'll be there once a month yeah. and then, um, Jake and I are going to alternate. So we'll see you there. Although I'll be at the back of the pack in that group and you'll be well at the front, I'm guessing. Oh, so. and it's big now too that, you know, there's 50 plus runners in there, but yeah, yeah if you've wow. got a bit of speed about you, get a hold of, uh, the Bert or Pete. Uh, or myself yeah. and um, we'll yeah, see what definitely. we can do for you. But um, I'd yeah, love to see you there. It's it's an amazing yeah. concept. Uh, but great. anyway, yeah, it's awesome. 9.07 uh, okay. p.m. is the finish time. A bit late for us, but yeah. uh, we've made it. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> see you. <laughs> see you later. If you enjoyed listening to this interview, all the local legends in running podcasts, please visit Spotify, give it a rating. I'd much appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you.